Hello beautiful humans, this is Alicia from Ethical Wellness Programs and you are listening to the Heal in Motherhood podcast, the show that combines the science of the mind-body connection and trauma research along with spiritual teachings and practical tools to help women heal their lives from the inside out and reclaim their inner goddess while showing up as the person, parent and partner they came here to be. If you like what you hear on today's show, please don't forget to leave us a review on the iTunes podcast app so that we can grow our community and impact as many women's lives as possible. Hello and welcome everyone. I had a bit of free time today so I thought I would jump on and do a cheeky little podcast for you all. So today I'm going to be talking about the five secrets to start enjoying the ride of motherhood. And I decided to bring this to the podcast because I feel a lot of people, especially mothers, are not taking the time to enjoy the rise of motherhood at the moment. And it's not always easy to enjoy the ride of motherhood. You know, you hear so many times people say, oh, relax, they won't be like this forever and just enjoy the little moments and, you know, be present and be calm and enjoy your children while they're little or why they're at this stage or why they're at this phase and it's not going to last forever and when it does go you'll be wanting to go back to what it was before and at least you haven't got teenagers or at least you haven't got adult children enjoy the young years or whatever it is a lot of people have all of their different opinions of how you should be going about your motherhood journey And today I wanted to really acknowledge that, you know, that isn't always easy. And when you're in the mud and the mess and you're feeling really bogged down, someone saying to you, just enjoy this time or this time is precious isn't always helpful. So I thought I would share with you some things that I have found helpful on my motherhood journey. And hopefully you resonate with some of these and take what you what you need and leave whatever you don't need. But I really started to think the other day to myself, how is it that I am really embracing and enjoying motherhood? How is it that I am really learning to lean into those discomforts and really enjoy being a mum because I haven't always really enjoyed being a mum when I first became a mum to be. She's my first child. I remember those first year, two years, probably until I had Rosie really, my second child, I remember at least the first four months being really hard and really difficult and really they really brought me out of my my comfort zone and I'd worked with children before you know I'd been a nanny before so I had already worked with children so I kind of felt like I had a bit of an idea on what to expect but having your own children compared to being a nanny for other people's children 
I can hand on heart say is very, very, very different to having your own children and all of the shifts and changes that come with that. And that is the journey of matrescence. And you may have heard me talk about matrescence on here before. And I do intend to do my journey um, of matrescence on a different podcast episode. But yes, I haven't always enjoyed motherhood and I have at times felt like I just want to escape and felt trapped and felt resentful and felt unappreciated and unimportant. And now I really feel, you know, that my motherhood journey is the journey that I was meant to go on. And I feel really inspired by my journey and by my children. And uh, motherhood lights me up and I deeply, deeply love being a mum. And yeah, I wanted to share a little bit about my journey with you guys and how I feel that I've got to where I am on my journey and how I've managed to start enjoying the ride of motherhood, even when it's messy and I'm having a bad day and you know it's not to say that I don't have days where shit hits the fan um but uh they're very very few and far between and I no longer feel like I want to escape my life or feel like I'm trapped or feel like I can't wait for my kids to go to school or daycare or be away on my own time or I really have embodied that motherhood role and maybe that's not where all of you are what desire to be and maybe that's not the journey for everyone. I'm just talking from my own experience here and that really might not be the goal for everybody else and that's okay. And it's being okay with how the motherhood journey does look for you and just helping you find a bit more ease within the journey. Because I feel like it's really important that we really start to see the journey for what it is. And that's really this magical transformation, this opportunity of growth and learning, the opportunity to unravel our own ideas and really let go of all that conditioning that's been put on us and take back our power. So yes, today I'm going to share the five secrets with you. So we're going to start with secret number one, and that is to lower your expectations. And, you know, before I became a mom, I had these expectations of what motherhood was going to look like, as I'm sure many of you also have had as well. And for me, you know, I really had an idea of because I'd been a nanny, I had an idea of how I wanted to show up as a parent what things I would be saying yes to, what things I'd be saying no to, how my children would eat and how they would act and how they would play and respond and who they would be, I guess, as a little human. And once I became a mum, I realised that 
99% of our struggles in motherhood come from our own expectations and our own desire to control everything that our little human does. And one of the ideas I've had to let go of is the idea that my job is to control my children in some way because they're their own sovereign being, um, which is my belief. And they show up how they want to show up. So lowering my expectations of the house always needing to be perfectly clean. That's an unrealistic expectation when you've got two toddlers, for me anyway. And letting go of the expectation that my children are only going to play with their toys in the playroom. They're not going to put them anywhere else in the house. Um, letting go of the expectation that they're going to finish all their dinner or love every meal that I make or eat all their vegetables or letting go of the idea that they're always going to say please and thank you and always be kind and never be rude. All of those things, yes, it's okay to want to have a clean house and have polite kids. I'm not saying that that isn't something that you should model for your children. But I think for me, letting go of those expectations of my children and of myself has really allowed me more space to be able to just accept what is and know that it is okay if people come around and I've got toys all over the living room floor and it is okay if they don't eat all their vegetables at dinner because they'll probably eat them the next day or the next day or the day after that. It's just allowed a lot more space and to be able to just relax. You know, a lot of these things that we put on ourselves they're so unimportant and a lot of them are also not our expectations. They're the expectations of others. They're the shoulds. And as soon as we start shoulding ourselves, that's when we start to live by other people's rules. So this is really about me making my own rules for what motherhood should look like for me and my family and my children and really deciding what is it that we value as a family unit do we value politeness do we value our kids saying please and thank you for me that isn't important I don't only give them the toy or the sweet or whatever it is if they say thank you or please beforehand you know for some people, that is important, but ask yourself, why is that important? And is that for your own lived experience? Is it from your own childhood? Is it from your own parents? Is it from your grandparents? Is it from society expects of you? Or is it really something that is really important to you on your deep soul level? And I think once you start to inquire and start to notice where these ideas come from, then you can start the process of letting go of the things that aren't serving you in motherhood. Is, you know, wanting a clean house and expecting your three-year-old to put everything away after he's played with it, 
is that causing friction? Is that causing a flight fight response within your nervous system? And if it is, that's your stuff that you need to look at. Is that expectation that you have on your child, is it realistic? Because a lot of us aren't parenting from a realistic point of view of what our child can actually achieve as well. So something else that I've found really, really helpful is parenting within age-appropriate parenting. So knowing what is age-appropriate and for your child. So where are they in their brain development? You know, a four-month-old baby should not be learning to self-soothe. And I know that's the message that we get told in marketing that sleep training and self-soothing, but actually on a brain development level, that is an unrealistic expectation of a four-month-old. It's also an unrealistic expectation of a one-year-old or a two-year-old. And it's not until they start to move past this toddlerhood that they start to then be able to learn these tools of self-regulation. So The Whole Brain Child is a good book, and I'm sure there's plenty of other books out there. I haven't myself read many parenting books, but I'm sure you can Google brain development or age-appropriate behaviors and see what is appropriate for your age child and understand if your expectation is really way higher than what you know, your child is actually capable of? Is your child capable of putting all of the toys away at three years old on their own? No, they need to have support and they need to be shown how to do this. And also letting go of that expectation of like what you're telling them to do that they should do. You know, I've just let go of sometimes my kids aren't going to listen to me. And that's okay. Sometimes they're not going to want to tidy up when we do team tidying on a Saturday morning. And, you know, I have to respect that and allow them to express their own needs and do what they feel is right for them and in alignment with their energy at that time as well. So number one, lower your expectations. Write out all of your expectations onto a piece of paper, everything you expect from yourself in motherhood, everything you expect from your child, everything you expect from your partner, and then have a look back and see how many expectations you've got on your child and your partner and yourself and ask yourself, are these expectations realistic? And if they're not, what things can you cross off the list? What things can you choose to consciously let go of next time they show up? Okay, secret number two, and it kind of ties into number one, but let go of perfectionism. And before I became a mum, I didn't, I wouldn't have labeled myself a perfectionist at all. I wouldn't have said that I am a perfectionist. I didn't really probably know how it was playing out in my life. And it wasn't until I became a mum and also a business owner, like that I started to really see perfectionism show up. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. I can see how I'm not 
putting maybe something out into the world on socials until I've got the perfect language or the perfect message or the perfect words or how I'm wanting to show up as the perfect mother, you know, never getting angry at the kids, never yelling, always feeling calm and patient, not letting them have screen time until they're two years old, always making sure that the house looks clean and tidy, always making sure that the toys are only played with in the toy room. These are ways that perfectionism can really subtly show up without you actually realizing it. There's different ways that you can kind of identify that perfectionist mindset. Like for me, it used to be my diet and exercise. So I had a really strict plant-based diet and I'd be really, you know, I'd give up sugar for a month. I'd do the detoxing and then I would make sure that I was exercising a certain amount of time. And for some people, that's good. But for me, it had become a toxic thing because actually it was what was hindering me from being able to move forward and have more flow and ease in my life. So letting go of perfectionism has been a massive journey for me and I'm still a recovering perfectionist and it still shows up but just noticing it and noticing when you're expecting perfection from yourself or from your child because we project all these things onto our children as well right so just noticing how those behaviors start to show up in your parenting and questioning them and seeing, okay, am I doing this because I'm trying to be seen as the perfect parent or am I doing this because it aligns with who I am and my values? And secret number three is heal your shit. So this is probably like my number one secret out of all of the secrets because Healing your own stuff really is the secret to more peace and joy in your parenting. You know, before I went on my healing journey, and I was already on my healing journey before I had children, but it went really deep after I had my child, Rosie. But what I've noticed is there are so many things that we project onto our kids and those feelings of, you know, feeling trapped, feeling resentful, getting angry, feeling triggered by our children. A lot of the ways that we respond or react to our children is coming through our own lens of trauma our own lens of conditioning, our own belief systems, and we're not seeing them as the sovereign being that they are. We're not trusting them or treating them as equals, you know, and this all really does come down to seeing the world through our own lens and through our own perspective. And look, this is why our children trigger us and unearth our deepest wounds. They give us that opportunity to heal and break that generational trauma. But the journey does have to start with us. And we do have to be prepared to heal our own stuff. Yes, that's secret number three. Secret number four 
is slow down. Stop multitasking. Multitasking has been proven to be one of the biggest myths on the planet and that actually our brain cannot focus on two things at once and we're always going to it actually create stress and brings our stress levels up. So just doing one thing at a time and For example, if you are standing in the kitchen and you're cooking dinner and, you know, maybe you're on the phone and little one comes over and and wants to connect with you, put the phone down, get down on the level and have a chat, whatever it is. It might take a bit more time in the moment, but it's actually easier to do that than try and rush everything else that you're trying to do or ask them to wait in, in that moment. Okay, so really just focusing on one thing at a time to lower those stress levels, stopping that nervous system from dipping into that fight, fright, freeze mode and noticing the pace of your children. Children go slower. They are naturally slower. You know, you have to ask them 500 times to put their shoes on or get dressed in the morning or eat their breakfast or whatever it is. But actually slowing down and being on their time and on their pace, I have found that to be so much more nourishing and letting go of like, we need to be here at this time. You know, I've let go of those ideas that those things are important. If they don't make it to gymnastics on time and we don't go, whatever, you know, like let's go to the park instead. It's not a big deal. And we can always, as parents, sometimes get our knickers in a bit of a twist about really small things. And if it's not important to them, then why are we pushing them to get to a place on time? Now, if you've got kids that go to school, I understand, you know, they can't be turning up late all the time and maybe just start in that morning routine a little bit earlier or setting yourself up for success and this is another thing that I have tried to do as a parent is set myself up for success so if there is somewhere that we need to be at a certain time which is not very often for me because I've created a life that is slow I've created a child-paced life. If we do something, we do one thing a day. We don't do more than one thing a day purposely because it's not sustainable. They find it very difficult to do more than one thing a day because, you know, they're only young kids and it's exhausting. And if I feel exhausted, then they're definitely going to feel hungry, tired, exhausted. And that creates then these other behaviors that are not what you want and then the interactions that you are having aren't enjoyable because you've tried to do too many things in one day again I'm talking from my own personal experience but I have found this to be true is that because I do less I stress less the more that you're trying to do and you take them to school and then they're doing all these after school programs and they want to do this and that and the other is the energy of your child okay to do all these activities or is it that you feel uncomfortable just being with the kid and or do you feel like as a parent 
that you've got to take them to all these activities. Otherwise, they're not living their best life and you're not being the perfect mom or a good enough mother because you've not taken them to any after school activities or whatever it is. Really explore why you do the things you do as a mom and why you show up the way you show up. Because you've got enough jobs to do without feeling like you've got to constantly entertain the children. Let them entertain themselves and be okay with spending the day relaxing at home. So I feel like that's been one of my biggest secrets. I mean, they're all big secrets, but that's been another biggest secret to really enjoy in motherhood is not feeling like I have to go to all the mums groups or go to all the library groups or go to all the after school activities just because everyone else is doing it. And yeah, I do one thing a day if I'm going to do anything with the kids and that's it. I don't do anything else. We get one activity and that is it. And and we enjoy it. (laughs) So that's another thing that I've noticed, especially in my children, is that they enjoy going slow and they like to go slow. And sometimes we don't get out of the house until three o'clock in the afternoon. And that's okay. So the last secret is really important, I think, and it's realize your worth. Realize how important you are and how magical motherhood is and how important your kids are. When I started to really tap into how magical motherhood is and what a miracle it is to even create a child, you know, the journey that the egg and the sperm have to go on to actually bring this baby into existence that really helped me realize how much of a big deal this journey is how much of a transformation journey motherhood can be and I really think that that gets lost in all the doing of motherhood you know all the daily dramas of being here and being there and doing this and doing that. And that's really unfortunate because mothers are the glue. We're what holds everything together and not just in our family units, but we are the ones that are making the changes on the outside on a bigger level that's beyond us as well. The only portal to earth is through our bodies. And I think when you really start to get your head around that and really embrace that and see the magic in that. It's really helped me just be so grateful for everything and the experiences that I've experienced on this motherhood journey. And it's made me realize that this journey was brought to me for a reason. You know, I'm a woman for a reason. I had my children for a reason and not to get too much into the spiritual kind of side of things and making meanings out of everything. But I really feel like I was given this opportunity. It was a calling. It was a, it's a learning. And I see my children as my guides. I don't see my children as these little beings that 
I need to teach them everything I know and I need to be the wisest human they know and be their friends and da 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 I just see them as these little humans that have decided to come to earth through me. They've chosen me to be their mother, to be their support, to guide them as much as they are guiding me. I'm here to learn my lessons from my children. They're going to learn lessons from me by what I model to them. But really what I'm seeing in them are so many things that I've learned from. I've learned how to slow down. I've learned how to be more present in play. I've learned how to play more and find the joy in the little things of life. How magical a sunflower is blooming. It really has allowed me to celebrate, you know, when they celebrate themselves. And I told this story on my socials once about how my daughter be celebrating her she oh mom I've done a poo it's a really big poo and how she's celebrating herself and these are the magical moments the normal simple moments that we miss if we're fast if we're just zooming and we're just like let's just get this bum wipes and let's just get this dinner made we're missing the magic we are missing that and if we don't slow down and realize our worth and allow ourselves to heal and let go of the perfectionism and lower our expectations, then everything just gets lost. And we do become resentful and sometimes hurtful. And we start to parent from this fear-based living because we're living in a stress mode. We're living in survival but we're not here to survive. We're not being credited down by lions and tigers and bears. We're not having to fend for ourselves. We're not living in famine. Our ancestors were, and and this is why we carry this trauma and it's so deeply embedded within us. And this is why it's so important to heal because until we make the unconscious conscious, we aren't going to be able to show up as the person and the parent that we came here to be. And I think that's a really, really good way to finish today's journey, chat, podcast, whatever you want to call it, wisdom, talking, whatever, because that really is essentially for me what this journey of motherhood has given me and has been all about. So if you're really craving to enjoy the ride of motherhood um, more then please reach out shoot me a dm follow some of these steps and see what it is that you can start to let go of re-evaluate what motherhood means for you instead of just going through the motions and living in that survival state let's start enjoying the ride of motherhood Okay, I'm going to leave it there. I am going to be relaunching my nine-week program, Emotional Freedom Reset Program, probably within the next month. So if that is something that you would like to learn more about, then please reach out. And this program is all about giving you the frameworks to be able to feel less triggered by your children and show up as the peaceful parent that you came here to be. 
So I teach you all about the nervous system. I teach you about emotional wellness. You'll help change and shift your relationship with your emotions. And I also talk about boundaries, how to set loving limits. So communication. So it's really a program of nervous system health and healing paired with relationship skills because we are not taught this growing up. We're not taught this in our schools. And really, if we want to be the guides for our children, we really need to start embodying these things within ourselves first. So the secret to healthy relationships really is healing our own wounds first. So that's enough from me today. And let's chat soon. Reach out in my DMs. Tell me what you thought about the podcast. And yeah, namaste, beautiful humans. Namaste. Namaste.